Legends say, in ancient times, when the gods walked with man, within the traditions of the Norse that were passed from the Celts, that there were warriors who traveled through the spiritual realms. These warriors spent their days on earth as shamans, guiding the members of their clan to spiritual understanding. These shamans knew the Lanvedi. They were known as Ulv Hefnar of Odin, the Allfather, and Valhalla. Today, the modern Ulv Hefnar continues the tradition of using magic and wisdom to help our clansmen and women find harmony. In the traditions of our ancestors, the Ulv Hefnar now invites those who seek knowledge to come forth to the circle of knowledge to share our experiences and find commonality amongst all. Following in the traditions of his ancestors, Dr. Mark Wiseman offers hope and peace in his message of understanding our personal spirituality. Join us now for this week's message here with the Alaska Ulv Hefnar. Let us call upon the house of Odin in Asgard that he and Freya will hear our desires and provide us with their favor. Hail Odin, Lord of Asgard, warrior and wanderer, valiant and wise, you to whom all the gods of Asgard look. Sky Father, on the eight-legged steed, you who traded an eye for wisdom and ruled a turbulent realm, give us the wisdom to accept the twists and turns of fate, even as you surrendered yourself to the mercies of the Norn. Protect us, all Father, from what harm may come to us. Lead us through the wilderness and bring us safely to that great hall that you reserve only for the brave of spirit. Odin, we come to you today to seek your wisdom and guidance. We ask that you bestow upon those here the wisdom about the subject in which we speak. Be with them as they go forth and live their lives. Let us sip the cup of Odiner to bestow the wisdom of Kvasar. We ask for your guidance that you be with us and guide us through the challenges that hell lay before us. Help us to recognize Loki as he attempts to deceive us, our true path. Hail Odin. Hello, and welcome to this week's teachings. This week, I would like to spend some time to help us all understand the uh, traversal that we will all make one day. Most physical beings throughout the history who have put any thought into it have wondered what happens to our consciousness when our physical sensory input stops and the physical body ceases to function. 
What really happens when the bioelectricity generated and managed by our physical body stops inputting information into our brain? Many over the decades have come to me fearful of death. And I have met many who are fighting tooth and nail to retain their physical existence. They are fearful of succumbing to their physical death, sometimes enduring endless pain and suffering. The aged old questions about where, what we can expect to experience when we leave, when we let out our last breath, has plagued humankind for as long as we have had cognitive thought. As I said, many have come to me and inquired as to whether they should be afraid or welcoming. Humankind has been afraid of the unknown or mysterious powers of the universe for as long as, well, as long as humans have been standing upright. Some throughout the generations have been programmed by years of religious practices that have taught them to fear death because it was unknown. Would you reach some bar that was set? Would you be good enough? They have capitalized on this unknown. However, I am here to tell you that there is no unknown. Death is just the passing of the physical body. Leaving then the spiritual consciousness to then explore its next phase of existence. Remembering that the spiritual realm isn't bound by the laws of time or space means many, many questions could be answered as we slip our earthly bonds. All of those things attached to our biological body are then left behind. Typically, this includes pain, suffering, as the physical body has begun its process of shutting down and ending. Much like other, all other life forms, in many cases, we have a rebirth into the next phase of our lives, which is our spiritual existence. Closing our eyes, total relaxation. What do we see? If we then picture certain people or places, can we clearly visualize them? 
do we receive the feelings from those attempting to communicate with us? The emotional education many have received during our physical lifetime offers us the opportunity to be able to reach out with our spiritual self to those spiritual connections that are everywhere around us and learn to clearly visualize their experiences. In other words, if we can acquire the skill, we can experience another physical lifetime through the visual interpretation of another physical being that still remains here on the physical plane after we depart our physical body. Our need for being here on the physical plane and inhabiting our physical body was purely for our emotional and empathetic growth. To be able to communicate empathetically with others both on and off the physical plane of existence. This is very important because what it means is as we depart and we no longer have these physical sensory inputs, we will need to visualize them and to bring them into this, into our, our toolbox at which to communicate with our descendants. And now, a short break for these commercials. You're listening to the Alaska Ulf Hefnar. Welcome back to the Alaska Ulf Hefnar. Thank you so much for taking that moment with me. We were talking about understanding the release of the spiritual self from the physical self when our physical body departs or decays enough and fails. A little self-reveal here. In late 1988, after returning from a tour in the United States Marine Corps, I arrived in Tucson, Arizona. But I lost control and overdosed on heroin. Now you might think that this is not a big deal, many people do it, except that this event would arrive, to me, at the climax of a year and a half of a self-destruct period following the passing of my father. I clearly remember lying in a large drain culvert in South Tucson, dry, unable to open my eyes or move my extremities. I could feel every heartbeat. My breath was rapid and shallow. My body lay in the position that I had lost consciousness in, unable to move on its own free will. The visual stimulation I was receiving combined with the, the smells and touch sensations were terrifying. 
Being colorblind since birth, I believe it was the only time I've ever seen color. Swooshes of these colored lights flashed back and forth in front of me in completely erratic patterns. I felt my body being pulled away from my consciousness, like being grabbed by the shirt collar and pulled through a blast furnace. The visualizations of strange formations of animals that were part insect and part mammal constantly circling me, gnashing their jaws or scorpion tails, striking out at me. Bursts of light would streak in between these visions, forcing me to wonder if I should go to the light. I mean, I had heard it. Granted, it was a stereotype thing and silly, but nonetheless, I wondered. Another part of my mind told me to stay in the darkness of this nightmare that I seemed to be caught in. I was discovered and rescued by another physical being who took me to his home and helped me break the body's desire for another high. It took three months of these nightmares to realize what they were. They were manifestations of my brain's desire to retain the high that the heroine had brought. However, it was here, during these nightmares, that I was reintroduced to the Lanvedi. These spirits of the land helped me to find peaceful paths amongst the chaos going on in my mind and would ultimately help me to see past these mental manifestations that I was creating and taught me that it was me who was creating them. As I look back on them today, I realized the closeness I was to death. While I didn't possess fear, I must admit that there was some apprehension, concern if you will, about not seeing my mother again, not riding my motorcycles, not eating Reuben sandwiches. A lot of things fostered through my head. Our lives experience is but a physical measurement of a passage of time that only modern humans understand. It is designed to help us store an emotional understanding that will ultimately help us to become more empathetic as we see time elapsing and we can correlate things with that time passing. Our physical selves only last as long as the biological body that we inhabit lasts. Or, sometimes, upon the completion 
of our educational or our emotional educational journey. There is so much more to our existence, our total existence, that we will have to experience once we leave our body. Ultimately, the remaining parts of our experience of our existence is done without the physical sensory input we have today or the chemical balances and imbalances that has maintained that is maintained by the biological body and the mind and our interpretations upon leaving our body our physical senses leave us however our consciousness our self our spiritual self remains this is the ultimate objective of our physical existence to obtain a level of empathy that then allows us to communicate to understand to visualize without the need for our physical sensory input some may choose to experience a physical lifetime again if they uh, didn't accomplish what they want or what they feel they need they may choose to do it again they may recognize the necessity for an emotional lesson that was not completed during the first physical lifetime some of these may choose to experience other physical life forms like that of an animal or plant some may choose to remain a spiritual entity content to visualize the events of the physical realm unfold this is very should be very comforting to know that we have choices that we may exercise our free will and live life the way we choose not the way something else dictates for us division between the spiritual self and the physical form becomes more difficult to identify as the decades go by while the physical forms failure may seem disconcerting at first if we have learned and fully experienced our physical lifetime sometimes the only recognizable difference between our spiritual self and our physical self from our consciousness's perspective will be the lack of any newly generated emotional uh, 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 enlightening or changing because we can't create the chemicals so new emotions aren't but memories of old emotions do re remain we may remember that emotions are simply a chemical uh, reaction within the bloodstream that the brain then recognizes as something else. So two hormones interact with each other. They cause a certain uh, 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 coagulation inside the space between our nerve cells. And they actually, the brain interprets that as an emotional response and therefore fires off the associated emotional biological processes.
And now, a short break for these commercials. You're listening to the Alaska Ulf Hefnar. Welcome back to the Alaska Ulf Hefnar. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to our teachings today. When we left, we were, we were talking about when we pass from our physical body to our spiritual body, many who arrive in the spiritual realm may not even recognize that they're not in the physical realm anymore. They're only in the spiritual. They don't, you know, other than this new emotional change where I can't create new emotion, but and I don't have my physical sensory input, right? Nothing hurts, nothing. I can't touch anything. I can't, um, I can't hear or, or I, I think I can't anyway. And what we are going to do is once we achieve this level, we're going to work on empathy and creating, visualizing our ancestors or our descendants in that case and others we're going to learn to listen with our hearts now many some i should say some have learned to do that already here on the physical plane others will need to more practice but we talk about the chemicals that are going to create emotions are no longer there so that chemical interaction with Sensory input isn't there. So, without the physical body, we rely on memory. And some memories may have emotions tied to them. Others may not. And others, those ones that do not, can't create new ones. So, what we are going to do is we are going to use our spiritual center to now look upon the spiritual realm and the physical realm to see, hear, feel. As we move beyond the physical to the spiritual, hopefully we will have gained an understanding of this skill of visualization which allows us to maintain a perceived visual input. But that it's not from our physical sensory input at all, but possibly from someone else's visual input. This is visualization at its finest, or I would call it empathetic visualization. And this is what we could be practicing to allow us to better understand our minds today and the alignment between our minds and our heart. I have been taught that some who arrive in the spiritual realm may... uh, I am reminded of the movie... um, uh, and I don't remember... Uh, Christmas time and and the the gentleman um, 
Jimmy Stewart is playing the lead role and he he is sad he is depressed he has uh, lost a lot of money and so he has this physical sensory uh, or desire for these material things and he's feeling very depressed and very sad he's going to throw himself off a bridge and in the the movie an angel throws himself into the river first so that um, you know of course um, the Jimmy Stewart's character saves the angel they, they're getting warm uh, in the, the, the tower there by the bridge warming their clothes drying their clothes a little and in the Jimmy Stewart is talking about not having having been deaf in one ear from a cold water incident when he was a child he could never hear out of one ear well because this angel is here to gift him with what life would be like without him he gets his hearing back well in much the same way when we go to the spirit realm many get a shock because it's dark they can't see or they think they can't see they can't hear anything they can't smell they can't taste anything and can't touch anything so they think however if they did if we'd have had some exercises to where we're comfortable doing that without our physical sensory input this would be like just another exercise so death is not one thing it's not a thing to be afraid of it is actually a wonderful rebirth out of a physical body into your spiritual self once the spirit is free we are we hopefully learn to communicate with our ancestors and and all of the nagging questions we've had our whole life could be answered in the first day <laughs> and it's it's a wonderful thing it really is but what many fear is the loss of power and the loss of material things i am always reminded when people say we grieve we grieve because this person has left us and they are moved on and i say to them why why are you uh, afraid or why are you sad they have moved to a better place and this transcends all religious practices that i know of where people recognize this fact that after this we go to a better place now some people may associate this with a place they call heaven Others may may go. Uh, my ancestors believed in um, going to Valhalla or Asgard, somewhere, and, and others went to uh, you know uh, Lundar uh, or some of the other places. Um, we have all these ideas of what it is like, but what it is, my friends, is you become energy you traverse out of a physical body and you are no longer bound by the rules of time and space <clears throat> you are then free free to grow learn 
love. This, this is what we are designed to do. We are designed <clears throat> with our spiritual sense to inhabit a physical body for a lifetime of emotional learning. And once we have learned what we came to learn, or we may decide uh, deep in the recesses of our subconscious that the path we're on will never learn what we were wanting to learn. And some people leave early. I disagree with this. I believe that all people can learn. And while we may not recognize the lesson that's before us, the lesson is there nonetheless. And so, you know, um, opting out of this physical lifetime should never be an option. We can learn and grow and evolve far beyond our wildest imaginations. As always, my friends, thank you so much for joining this week's teachings.